Attention. It's real talk about everything for the home. Let's get ready. For homeowners, it's a conversation that includes news, tips, do-it-yourself advice, and a behind-the-scenes look into the trade. I think this is great. Yes. Yes, it is. From LCS Heating and Cooling, this is Talkin' Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Hi, and welcome to Talkin' Trades. I'm your host, Renee Lucas, from LCS Heating and Cooling, here for real talk about the trades and your home. I'm here today with Samantha Mitchell, Install Coordinator at LCS. Hey, Sam. Hey, Renee. It's good to to see you. Yeah, good to have you back. Samantha and I are going to give you the top five things you should be doing now to prep your home for summer. All right, Sam. So as a new homeowner yourself, you know there's a lot to do to keep your home in tip-top shape, right? Absolutely. (laughs) More than you ever thought. I know. I remember when we first we first bought our first house and we moved in that night we heard this sound and we got up the next morning and the shower door had like spidered and oh, so no. when we opened it it just shattered oh, no. <laughs> and so there's always something I feel like with always. a home right yes <laughs> so everyone knows there's like lots of things to do like lawn maintenance and landscape maintenance in the summer but there are a lot of other things that people don't always think about and these are things that can result in big repair costs if we don't keep up on them. Yes, right? absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so Sam and I, we came up with our top five on those things that we should be doing. So Sam, let's start with inspecting the roof for damage. Yeah, so when I bought my home two years ago, I actually had the roof replaced before I bought it. Mm-hmm. But I need to check it every year just to make sure there's been no damage from storms over the winter or anything, just so that there's no water damage or anything getting in through the roof. Yeah. So sometimes, you know, you can drive by a house and you can see like a shingle dangling or right. randomly after a spring storm, there'll be a couple shingles in the yard. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people, they don't think much about it. Uh, okay. I know that the first time that happened, I picked them up and just threw them in the trash. And Travis saw them. He was like, what is this? <laughs> he was like, we can't just throw these they away. They came from somewhere. <laughs> yes. And so, you know, you mentioned like water damage. Like if that gets too bad or there's too many, you know, too big of a spot, too many layers off there, you can definitely have some water damage. Absolutely. Yeah. So think about that damage in the attic. How often do you go in your attic? Samantha. Uh, At Christmas to get the decorations (laughs) down and then put them back up. I know and that's about it. So if you have a water leak and it it happens to like then be in your attic, you might not necessarily know until it becomes a great big thing. Exactly. Water damage is awful. Yeah. So Samantha, do you recommend, um, you know, do you get on your roof yourself? Do you have a company come out and do it? Like what's your thoughts on that? Um, So usually I call my dad. Oh yeah. Honestly. Um, Somebody feels comfortable being on a roof. Do it because I don't know what I'm looking for. That's a good point. Okay, that's a good point. So even if you are comfortable on a ladder, climbing up there, I mean, here's the thing. If you're not comfortable on a ladder, don't get on your roof. Exactly. If your roof is super steep, don't get on your roof. Don't get on your roof. Don't do it. (laughs) But if you do feel comfortable getting up there, that's another good point is knowing what you're looking for. Yeah. Right? And so the other thing with the roof that we don't always think about is the chimney and Mm -hmm. some of the The flashing and and flues and stuff around the chimney. Yeah, Yeah. they need to be sealed up because water will get down through there and cause some havoc. Yeah, that's a really good point. Sometimes we'll have, um, I think you had one not too long ago where we had a customer call who said, hey, I've got water running down my chimney. (laughs) Yes, yes. And there's caps up there that's supposed to keep it out. And if they're not sealed, it will come in. Okay. Can those those craps, I can't believe I almost just said that. Can those caps um, crack or can they be blown off? Do you know? Yes, definitely. If they're not sealed on, they can be blown off. If they're not metal, um, they will deteriorate because it's plastic and eventually they will rust. They are in all the elements. So you definitely have to check 
and keep up on those. Okay. We're talking about if you have a water problem, we're talking about thousands of dollars of damage that you could potentially have or even an insurance claim, right? Absolutely. Okay. So if you don't feel comfortable getting out there yourself, have a contractor come out. It's definitely worth whatever the, the fee, the fee's not going to be that much to get up there and inspect it. Correct. Right. Yep. Okay. So let's talk about inspecting the attic. I know we only like to get up there around Christmas, but um, think about the rodents. Okay. So if you get, you know, a raccoon or something like that in there that they nest for winter, um, what can happen if rodents get in your attic? Yeah, so they can damage lots of things. If you have ductwork up there, they've been known to eat through it, and squirrels like to stash their acorns in there. Mm, yeah. um, they like making their you know, bedding and stuff out of your insulation if it's accessible. Uh, I know I had mice eat the holly berries off my Christmas tree last year. Okay, that's a bummer. So, you know, <laughs> you, you got to make sure everything is sealed up and they can't get in, you know, not just water damage, but critters and bats we find bats in houses all the time mm-hmm. they're coming in from somewhere and okay. you got to get it sealed up okay so that's inspecting not only the attic on the inside to see if you've had any rodents in there but also looking on the outside of your house to see if you can see a way in yep right like at your gutters and your flashings and things okay like that. now sometimes i mean it can look you know, not the greatest, but sometimes it's a matter of putting a piece of metal or something up over a hole until you can truly get it fixed or maybe silicone or something like that, right? And if you get in your attic and the sun's shining, you should be able to see daylight out of it. And that's going to tell you that there's something accessible. Right, that they can get in. Now, let's talk about, um, do you think critters ever have babies? Oh, yes. (laughs) Especially right now. It's spring. Yes. So think about, do you want a family of raccoons or chipmunks? I sure do not. I had a friend of mine once, um, we had a mouse in our house and I referred to it as a mouse and she was like, oh, she's like, that's cute that they think there's one mouse. She was like, if there's a mouse, there's mice. It's always (laughs) plural, never just Yes, yes. So something else to think about is poop. Right? So if they're rodents, you're going to have poop throughout your attic and in your insulation. Yes. Okay. So we had, Travis actually had um, a cousin of his that was uh, selling her house. And when she had the home inspection done, they found that there had been something raccoons or something up there and there was poop everywhere. Mm -hmm. And so she had a contractor come out and she got like an $8,000 estimate to have that completely cleaned up and insulation removed, new insulation put back in, all of that good stuff. And she couldn't believe, I was like, girl, nobody likes to work in poop. Or (laughs) attics for that matter. Yes, or attics. They're really cold depending on the time of year. 100%. So make sure, I mean, we're talking about a lot of money if you get rodents in, in your attic. Okay, so some other activity that can go on is like insect activity, and that's probably more outside, right? Yeah, um, depending on what your frame or your house is built in. Um, mm-hmm. Termites can be a big issue Oh with yeah, a lot of homes if you have, you know, wood foundations wood yep. around your foundation, things like that. Sometimes with termites, you don't realize you have a problem until it's too literally late. too late. Yep. Yeah, if you have a termite problem... I mean, just think about this. Like, if if you're selling your house and you have a termite problem, it's going to be hard to find a buyer. Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. that's a lot of money right there. Um, ants, wood bees, chipmunks, that sort of thing. Yes. Yes. Okay, so how can you find if you have an insect problem? Well, usually you're going to see them Okay. If, if you're looking. I know, like, on our back deck, it's made of wood, and you can see the holes from the bees. You know, they're drilling holes in there and yep. things like that. So you just, you got to walk all the way around and and pay look attention and you will see them yeah so many times people spend time outside at just one part of their house so it might be outside on a back patio mm-hmm. or it might be you know out front on a front porch or something like that but to really go all the way around your house 
I mean, truthfully, very few people do. I know I don't on a regular basis. Yeah, do you? I don't either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's something that you really need to make a point, and it might have to be something, schedule it in your calendar. Right. You know, come March or April, maybe you're doing some spring cleaning, maybe you're working in your flowers. Walk all the way around and look for these. Exactly. Okay, so chipmunks, I will say this. We had a problem a couple years ago where we came home and there was – gravel basically all over our driveway and our driveway is not gravel (laughs) and so it ended up um chipmunks had been burrowing underneath our patio and they were basically digging it out and so Travis was like uh if we don't fix this problem we're gonna have a patio problem because all that holds the patio up is gone right and so you know things like that like if we didn't jump on that really quickly I mean we have a concrete patio like we could be pouring new concrete yep. or, or having a problem with it sinking or cracking or, or whatever that may be. Absolutely. So yeah. Have you ever had experience with like bad insect problems or rodent problems? Not in my house. No, luckily. Yeah. I try to keep a very fingers close crossed. eye on that. Yeah. I know. <laughs> the biggest thing is we hear horror stories. I literally just yeah. crossed my fingers. Um, we hear horror stories from customers of ours, yes, right? Yeah. Absolutely. All the time. Okay. So that's three. We've done inspect roof for damage, inspect your attic for rodents, inspect for insect activity. So the next one is air conditioner maintenance. And I know y'all might be thinking, oh, you're just trying to give a plug because you're a heating and air conditioning company to have your air conditioner maintenance done. But a big part of air conditioner maintenance is cleaning out drains. Yes. Samantha, talk to us about drains. <laughs> water damage, water damage, water damage. Yeah. Uh, where is your furnace located in your house? If it's in your garage, you know, maybe water damage wouldn't be that extensive mm-hmm. is it in your finished basement Ooh, okay. is it in your it attic is. yeah you know um is it on a second floor and there's things underneath it um you know you definitely need to make sure that you have the proper safety features if your drain were to get backed up like a float switch in a drain pan to shut the unit off to catch the water uh, things like that okay. and have somebody come out twice a year to clean it minimum okay so it's not just done with a furnace or with the air conditioner it's no. done at both services it's done at both services okay whether you're running your furnace or your air conditioner there is water being produced okay that's a really good point too and I think a lot of people don't realize that number one air conditioner maintenance is so much more than taking a hose and spraying it out yeah, right no there's so much more that goes into it yes it works with your furnace there's several parts in your furnace that are working all year long. Mm-hmm. The drain gets backed up. You know, mm-hmm. the parts outside, there's parts in your air conditioner. It's not just, you know, sitting out there. Right. There's stuff in there. And a lot of people don't realize, too, that even though it's air conditioner season and your air conditioner is running, there are parts inside of your furnace that are running as well all yep. year long. Yep. And so, yeah, with that water being produced, some people will think they're having a plumbing problem, and it's not necessarily a plumbing problem, right? It's right. it's the drain and the that's backed up or, or something in those hoses. So it's really, really important to have air conditioner maintenance done um, every single year. Now, Samantha, does it have to be done before you turn your air conditioner on? No, we prefer that you turn your air conditioner on first. That way, if you hear any strange noises or it seems to not be working or not keeping up, you can let us know ahead of time mm-hmm. so we can schedule an experienced technician to come out and check it out take a look at that yeah the other thing to think about here in indiana we have cottonwood that flies it looks like a snowstorm in june sometimes (laughs) so you know a lot of times people will have their air conditioner maintenance they might have it done really early but then they really need to have it um, cleaned out again and it can be something where you take a hose and you kind of spray it out a little bit but then there's people that prefer to you know what i'm just going to wait until that cotton cottonwood does its thing yeah we have a lot of people that do that yeah and then you can come out and clean it all out afterwards so remembering on your air conditioner maintenance it's it's not an emergency service it doesn't matter when it's done as long as it's done yeah. and especially with those drains yeah and if it gets 
clogged up, it needs to be able to breathe. The outside casing around your air conditioner. Yeah. So if it's clogged with the cottonwood, it's not going to breathe and it's going to struggle and then it's not going to work at all. Same if you have shrubbery around it, you need to have it cut back so that it can breathe. Yeah, that's a really good point. You know, you think about when we're talking about those things that can result in major repair cost. You know, you think about something like shrubbery or cottonwood or something like that, and you think, you know, what can that really do? But if it causes your air conditioner to stop working, <laughs> and then, it can do a lot. yeah, you're paying for a service call at the minimum, right, mm -hmm. for somebody to come out. You're probably paying for a little bit of labor on top of that. But if it's causing your system to work harder than what it should, that means the parts inside of your, your air conditioner, your the motor in your furnace or whatever, mm -hmm. it's going to work harder. And the life expectancy, it's, it's not going to meet its life expectancy. It's going to be shorter than than what it would be if it was running as it should be. Yep, correct. And it's yeah. not running efficiently, so you will notice that on your utilities as well. Ooh, good point. Good point. All right, so let's talk about number five here. I've com We combined a couple of different things here. Yeah. So cleaning your gutters, inspecting your basement, crawl, foundation for drainage issues and water damage. Notice that a lot of what we've talked about today has been around water damage. Yeah, because it's the main big repair that you come across and it can happen in so many ways oh my gosh you know it's funny because so many times um people have asked us as an HVAC company they're like why don't you do plumbing too and then and it's it kind of goes in together and I'll tell you it's because like it's water like I feel like you touch something and it leaks yes every time <laughs> yes and there's a lot of liability with that there with, is, with yes. different drains and, and everything else and so I, was like, eh, I don't know yeah um but when we think about cleaning out the gutters so one of the best investments for a home are gutter guards. Absolutely. Yes. Good gutter guards. Oh, my goodness. Don't go cheap because they don't work and then it just gets clogged. Oh, those are like those little screens that yeah. just kind of lay they, across. They don't, they're not very efficient. Yeah. Don't use those. I've seen those like in people's yards. They just yeah, they they blow off, off whenever they want. Yeah. And things just get trapped in it and then you have to remove it to clean it out. And Yeah. Yes. It's just, it's a pain. And I think it's that false sense of security, basically, that you think you're protected up there, but yeah. you're probably not if you don't have really good quality ones. Exactly. So have a contractor come out and install some gutter guards. If you don't, get up there regularly and clean yeah. out your At gutters. At least twice a year, especially yeah. depending on how many trees you have around your house. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Now, inspecting the basement crawl foundation for drainage issues. I mean, how would you know, Samantha, if you had an issue. I mean, I'm not a foundation expert, yeah. you know. Um, there's kind of two ways. Uh, one is just looking. And then a lot of homes have a sump pump. If you have a basement or a mm, crawl space, yeah. um, there is a sump pump somewhere and you can usually hear it running. Um, if you stop hearing it running, that's bad. <laughs> yes. uh, check Double it check all that. the time. Um, you know, several people have had to have basements completely redone because the sump pump's gone out and the water's backed up and it's soaked into all the drywall oh. and the carpet. And that's an insurance yes. claim usually. Yes. I mean, we're talking about a twenty to thirty thousand dollar fix to dry everything out and then basically replace everything. Like you're yep. basically remodeling your whole entire basement. Yep by then so that's a good point so just look for that water damage even if you see old water spots if you don't know what that's from you know maybe it is something old and you just know you haven't fixed it yet but if mm -hmm. it's something that looks like it's dried you know those brown kind of spots yep. on your baseboards ceilings walls um investigate where that came from because yes. it, it didn't just appear it's not your paint going bad no nope. <laughs> that is water that is water they also sell um some water detectors that you can install around sump pumps and oh. water softeners and furnaces and then when water touches them it sets off an alarm okay so that you know 
water's going where it shouldn't and you can address it immediately before you have a bunch of damage. That's a really good point. And a lot of those sync to your phone. So even yep. if you're not home, you could get somebody over there right. to check it out. Yep. Or something. Yeah, that's a really, really good point. So these are things that, those are our five things to make sure that you inspect. It's Some of them, it just seems like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I'll get that done. But then we never really do until we have an issue, yep. and right? And it's so worth being proactive and just, when mm -hmm. you're doing your spring cleaning, do a house inspection. Yeah. And when you think about it, a lot of these things you can do all, like inspecting for insect activity and looking for water, really you can do that all at the same yep, time. all at the same time. Yeah. If you wanted to have somebody come out and inspect your roof, you want to get your air conditioner maintained, you get that scheduled by you know a couple different contractors get that scheduled just get it on your list and make sure you get those things done yes okay so here are some other tips that we have just other little things on our checklist um I'll, I'll do a couple Sam I'll let you kind of do your favorite few here but um replacing damaged screens yes I love to have the windows open in the spring I really do I love feeling the breeze come in I never I remember um being at my grandma and grandpa's house and we'd walk in and it's no joke. It was like 80 degrees in there, but they'd be like, Oh, if you open the front door and the back door, you can feel the breeze. Yeah. There was no breeze. Okay. <laughs> but we joke around about that to that day, but I do love keeping that open. But I, you know, we do get insects that come in through those little holles yeah, and flies, it's just, bees, yeah. mosquitoes. Ugh, yes. We get those little stink bugs all the yes, time. That, it is the season for stink bugs. It is. They're so yes. They they're, don't do anything. They're just, no, creepy. they're the, <laughs> I think they're the dumbest insect because you can literally walk right up to it and just smash it. And it doesn't even try to move. <laughs> Um, so think about if you have um, fire extinguishers in your house, this is a good time to get your fire extinguishers checked. Um, there's a lot of grilling going on outside and things like that. I yeah. know a lot of grills that have been set on fire it because happens. of, you know, too much grease build up or whatever. Yeah. So definitely check those. Sam, what are some of your favorite little other to-dos? Uh, changing batteries and things that you don't typically think of. Carbon monoxide detectors, maybe mm -hmm. your thermostat, um, the smoke detectors. Right, Just right you know, little odds and ends stuff. Um, if you have a garage door opener keypad, those batteries oh, need change idea. sometimes. Yeah. Just, you know what? I always yeah. feel like they do get drained when it, we have a really cold winter. Yes. And yep. so, yeah, they don't. I feel like I'm just pushing the buttons harder, thinking right. that that's actually it's going work to help. Yes. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no. What else you got? Um, I think that's about it. I think we've covered quite yeah, a bit today. I think so, too. I the one, one other thought that I had is recalking. So if you've oh, got, yeah. like, windows and doors, you know, we talk about this a lot going into fall and, and winter for the yeah, heating season as well. Yeah, but it's anytime you have like missing caulk or anything, it's just great to keep that sealed up. It's just going to help your home be a little bit more energy efficient. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Well, I tell you what, we are all about preventative maintenance when it comes to the home, not just air conditioners, but the things that we just talked about here too. So keep up on these things to ensure that you don't have a surprise repair bill in the future. I don't know about you, but I like to keep my money for small or for fun things. Yes. Like vacations. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right, Samantha, this was fun. Thank you so much for being here today. Well, thank you for having me. From LCS Heating and Cooling, I'm Renee Lucas. Thanks so much for joining me today on Talk and Trades. Please subscribe for my weekly tips, advice, and real talk about your home experience. You can also find us at lcsheatingandcooling.com or on Facebook. Have an awesome day. From LCS Heating and Cooling in Indianapolis, Indiana, this is Talk and Trades. Real talk with Renee Lucas. Be sure to subscribe and follow this podcast now and discover even more great podcasts at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.